0: Hey guys, so today we have Jorge Guerrero. Jorge owns a tax business called the uh, Centro de Taxes y Multiservicios, right? And I'm in, uh, in uh, Mapleton, Georgia. I've known Jorge since uh, we go back all the way to high school, um, where we met actually in PE class, I remember. He <laughs> he was a really good soccer player. Um, probably I'm sure you still are. Um, and I remember just watching him. I was never really into soccer like that. Like that much I tried to be, but I just wasn't just wasn't for me i don't think it was (laughs) but um yeah we just kind of want to get to um talk about how you started your your business how you got into that and was this always something that you wanted to do or you know how did that how did this come to be um
1: i i always wanted to do something i I always wanted to have my own business um i don't know if you remember coach franco the spanish The Spanish teacher, oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, he's the one that got me into into thinking. I, I was in his Spanish class, um doing nothing, and then I just he was doing nothing, and I just I went up to his computer. What are you doing? He was like, I'm looking at my stocks. So that's when I guess I I was introduced to the stock market. At the time, he had, he had a couple hundred thousand in there, and I was like, I'm like, how? yeah and, you know so that that that's what sparked my curiosity um and he we just started talking, so we just stopped so he would give the class Spanish work, and then he would talk to me about the market about real estate, and he's the one that kind of introduced me into and and into like there's there's other things out there, and he's the one that told me you should be an accountant so you can learn how to read the the financial statements you know the balance sheets. So you can invest in companies. So that's that's really what started it. Um, so I guess my my big thing was always to to be an accountant, you know, and to go to Wall Street and do that. But it did, I mean, I took a little detour and I ended up here doing just taxes for personal returns. But I guess that's how I got started. That's so when, I, it, what, I got.
0: when was this? Like uh, what we what what year was this in high school? Uh,
1: this was probably junior. Probably my no, it's probably the sophomore or or junior year, which was either two
0: thousand eight, two thousand nine. Okay, and and you just, so this kind of happened by chance. You're just like looking at it, and then yeah, and because
1: yeah, like before I was in school, you know, I um I didn't you know I don't know what I wanted to do. I I know I wanted to do something, but you ask a high schooler, hey, what do you want to do? They, they don't really know, and I, I was in the same situation. Mm-hmm. But when I saw you know his account. 300,000 I'm like damn Um, (laughs) the recession I mean I was young back then I heard about the recession I was hitting I just you don't really understand it Mm -hmm. and he was excited about it he was excited about the stocks everybody was out you know was freaking out about their jobs and he was excited about you know showing me the opportunities the houses you buy them and sell them and this is stuff I was never introduced to and he you know he kind of changed the way I think Mm -hmm. it started with him
0: right yeah. so so you started like looking at looking into this on your own and whatnot um yeah. i'm sure that 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 must have been so then what happens so you you go through high school you 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 about to graduate i'm i'm assuming like senior year you know did you are at this point you have a better idea what you want to do did you take the counting route
1: yeah so in 2010 i graduated may and then it was some that May, I, mean, I was sitting at home, and my mom was like, are you going to college? And I was like, I don't know. I can't. I don't have any money. Mm-hmm. And I told them, oh, I don't apply for, I can't. I don't qualify for Fast or anything like that.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: don't have any money. She was like, there has to be something out there. And I was like, no, there isn't. So I Googled something, and boom, there there was something. I went to a small school, that's called Interactive College. Mm-hmm. Of technology they had an accounting course they had some payment plans and i started doing accounting there um so it was just like a small two-year thing
2: From
1: mm-hmm. uh, chambly so i would take the train there like from my house in mapleton to chambly you know 45 minutes in car i took trains so i learned how to get on the train come so you, back so, home
0: so you want got on the bus and everything cct yeah. and then did that the whole route. route yeah every day
1: every day so that so i did yeah i guess i just started doing accounting because of what he said um and then after I in september ish of that same year 2010 i took some tax courses from liberty tax mm-hmm. um i came and I asked Marisella for a job it's this lady that does taxes and my mom was telling me that this is where we do our taxes. ask her for a job so i went in october she said no it, I mean, no there's nothing to do <laughs> <You're> right <laughs> Then in January, my aunt, you know, I don't know what she was. She went to Maricela's office. She mm-hmm. was really busy. One of the girls had quit, and she said, "Hey, my sobrino is doing taxes. Like he's learning. He's an accountant." She was hyping me up, and then she <laughs> right. was like, "Oh, and then I like Jorge, And I'm like, "Oh, isn't that that one kid that came and asked for in October?" Like, "Yeah, that's my sobrino." And,
2: mm-hmm. she,
1: and then I guess she was desperate. She needed help, and she called me up. And she was like, "Are you? Do you want to work?" Yes. And yeah, that's when it started. So that was that was October two thousand ten, and then I started working in January two thousand
0: eleven. And this is and at the same time, you're going to school.
1: Yes, college. So I I talked to her about that. I told her I was going to college. So I would leave work around three or four in the afternoon, um, two or three days a week, so Mm -hmm. I could get to class at five and then. So, so yeah, so I, I was going to college and and working at the same time.
0: Gotcha. Well, what, what was there at that point where you were you frustrated about going to college and having to work, or like was it like, or you know that were you mad that oh you know, I can't get fast phone or and all this, you know that you this school kind of just opened up and you were like I'm gonna kind of go go with it see what, where it goes. I mean
1: I, I've always been I'm frustrated. No, because now that I think back, at everything I did, I'm like dang, I, I really did do a lot. You know, I I think I did go out of my way. You know, I had from the office, I had to walk maybe like a mile to get to the bus stop. And then I wait there for 30 minutes. The bus came and then take a train and then take another train and then go to school, come back at night. Then my parents would pick me up at the bus stop. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was normal. I mean, it, I, didn't, it, I didn't see it as like, you know, oh, you know, my, my life sucks. It was just normal to me. Mm-hmm. not being able to apply for vaspa
0: doing that what well, well so it came up like why well, would that was um, uh normal for you
1: yeah like at yeah at the time it was normal now that i think back at it i'm like oh i guess you know
0: I, the 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 FAFSA thing it was normal it, it was for you uh, in particular yeah,
1: yeah like i i just never i mean i know i could never apply for it so yeah i,
0: guess.
1: Um, so I just i, I just it, it just never bunned me out it, it wasn't so, it wasn't something that
0: yeah could you elaborate on, on on why, for the people that don't don't maybe not, don't know who you are, you know, kind of have no idea what, what does he mean by this? You know, well, why can't he apply? You know, so I'm sure the people are watching like, yeah,
1: yeah. So I, I I was born in Mexico. So at the time, 2010, 2000, there was no DACA.
0: Mm.
1: Even if you have DACA, you don't qualify for, for financial aid. So I wasn't born in the U.S., so that mm. I couldn't get any help, no grants, nothing like that. So if I did want to go to school, it would have to be, you know, out of pocket. Right. But and it just never really bothered me.
0: Really? You just, you know, I, I, I mean,
1: I thought about it, but I mean, it, I, I don't know. Like, it's hard to explain. Like, at the time, because I'm like, you're young. And if you just can't go to college, well, you just can't go to college. It wasn't something that, that really, mm. yeah, yeah. And then uh, just doing a quick five to 10 minute search on Google, you know, I found the school. I called them. They said, come in, we can help you set up a payment plan. So it just never really bothered me. I always been lucky enough to where, think things like I needed to go to college. That college popped up. It probably wasn't Kansas. it was in Georgia State. It was a college. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it because I was going to college, Maricela offered me the job. So you know, it just it's, it's never been a, a, a it wasn't a problem. You know, it, there, there you have,
0: it sounds like you had like a positive mindset. Would you say that, or was it just like? it was just like That's just how you saw everything. You're like, you know, yeah, it was I'm...
1: just, it's normal. Like I, I was, I wasn't trying to be positive, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just, it was normal, you know, like it, it wasn't really an
0: option. So I didn't really worry about it. Okay. That, uh, yeah, that's so so, so interesting. There's a lot of people that, you know, that in similar situations are like, you know, went through more of a different like frame. They're like, they're really upset, depressed or mad or, or maybe they, you know, or they got lucky and they got scholarships, you know, but that's very, right. very, 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 few few people that did that but i like how you just kind of like you didn't like i guess dwell about it you know you're just like oh i'm just gonna look at the school do it i gotta walk a mile to get the bus that's just what you got to do yeah (laughs) okay so then so then you're working there and at that point you're just you just want to learn how the taxes work you know you want to do really good at your job um what was the plan there like did you have a plan in mind you're like all right this is what i'm gonna do
1: um i guess i was just really excited to be behind the desk I was before that before I I started working here, with um, at the time with Maricela um, I was I was working with my uncle's, mm-hmm. at a Mexican store you know, the fruit, the meat, stocking everything. So it was just a regular job. It was making like five dollars an hour, but I mean you're in high school. It sucked, but mm-hmm. it was normal I guess. Then I got a job behind a desk and you know, that's everybody's dream in high school. You know, you get out of high school and you go sit behind the desk. <laughs> right. and, yes. and I was just happy with that and, and being so young and then giving other people advice on and that's when I, I noticed that I, I thought adults knew everything, mm. but but then that's when you realize that, you know, adults are just big kids. There's a lot of people that still don't know how things work. They re- mm. make really bad decisions and and you know you kind of learn on the job, I and mean, you would I would you know I would help people with their taxes, and they would ask the weird questions like, well, that's a really simple question. How do you not know that? Like you got kids to feed, but mm-hmm. you know, but they were raised. You know, they're just focused on their kind of work, and, and to them, you know, taxes is a is different, it's foreign language. You know, um, they didn't go to school to learn this, or they weren't taught know financial how to read financial statements or or, or how to organize it because there's a lot of people that own businesses and you would think they would be more organized mm-hmm. but they're not so mm. just you know that first year that was that was a big shock about and then i would see how much people would earn I'm like damn like you feed a family off this um
0: like it was a so, small amount
1: yeah like going from just working in a grocery store then to giving people advice
0: yeah, that was um, been you know, a shock
1: <laughs> yeah like it, that, that, that was i guess that was the first year and then it, I, I really enjoyed it because like i said that's what i wanted to do i wanted to talk to people i wanted to, I, I like numbers i like business i like seeing how much people make i like you know giving younger people advice on on what they could be doing
2: mm-hmm.
1: um you know there's other options not just college there's this there's that there's other things that you could um do to to you know make money Right. So, and, and I, and ever since I started, I always thought like just a thought in the back of my head and one day this business is going to be mine or one day I'm going to open up a tax business. Um, I just felt it. And I always treated my job like if it was my business,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, worked long hours. I didn't complain. I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Working a lot of hours. Um, and ever since then, have been doing the same thing over and over with a couple of years and you get better at it. Right. People start to trust you. My first year was a little bit embarrassing because you know it there, there would be a lot of people waiting, and I would call their name like, "Hey, Luis, do you want me to do your taxes?" Like, "No, nah, I'll wait for the next person, <laughs> the next tax repair." Right,
2: right.
1: And then I would call the next person, and they were like, "No, I'll wait." So you would go through like six, seven, eight people. You know, they would rather wait an extra two hours and for me to help them because I was—I mean, I looked young. I was new. Gotcha. my spanish wasn't all that great okay so i
0: so you learn you better your spanish while on the job too
1: yeah but yeah so I, I wouldn't talk much i would just give them their like this is your refund they mm-hmm. would ask me why you know like "Dang!" like it, it would be hard for me to explain things to them because when i took the courses they were all in english so i, I understood <laughs> why right but when, when you had to explain it to them or you know show them that, that's the hard well that was a hard part for me mm-hmm. the fresh year
0: yeah, what was the 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 biggest thing you took away from that first year?
1: Um, that the, the part where adults don't really know a lot. Like I always thought adults, they all had their life together, but <laughs> they don't. And so that that was that that was the biggest part.
0: Yeah, and and when, what would you, what would you it was the hardest?
1: Oh man, when you, when you messed up when you messed up and, and you had to talk to this person and, Hey, look, this happened mm-hmm. and, and just having the courage and, and just like, Hey, okay, you messed. Up. And I would tell Maricela, Maricela this happened. Like, okay, call him and tell him. I was like, ah, do I, why? Like, I want you to tell him. And she was like, no, like you have to learn how to talk to people, man up for your mistakes and, and help them find a solution. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was, that was a hard part.
0: Okay. And, and, and obviously you learned to do that with time yeah. practice and it's, it's curious how you said curious how you said that you always treated this business as if it was yours and that you knew that one day it would be yours or some, or you'd get your own start your own well, did that just happen like one day when you were on the job that you realized that or was it wa-
1: no that was day one actually that was before
0: when really I, that was in
1: october when i asked for the job in 2010 I went in there and I asked for a job and I, and, and, just in the back of my head, I'm like this one day I'm going to have an office, but it's just a thought that you have, but I, I wanted it and I wanted it bad.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But when she didn't, when she said, no, I don't have a New York, I'm like, dang. So I went back to school, you know, doing the same thing, working at, with my uncles at the grocery store. And then I thought about maybe like leaving the $5 an hour job, getting a job, you know, doing roofing mm-hmm. with my other uncle. And that was ten dollars. I'm like, well, that's double my pay. And I was like, no, I can't do roofing. And, that, and those those days where I was contemplating maybe doing roofing, that's when I got the call from my my aunt. Actually, called me. She was like, come down here with Maricela now. I'm here now. She wants to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I remember I was in my shorts with my white shirt, and I told my mom, I was like, mom, I need to ride to Maricela. She's like, why? Like, she wants to see me. Now like, you don't want to shower, like no. She said to come now. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm going now. So we went there now, and I walked in there with my white shirt, some shorts, and my dirty shoes. Mm-hmm. And she still hired me. So, and then I was like, "When do you want me to start?" She was like, "Today." And I was like, "I was like today, like I can go change." She was like, "No, I'm just kidding. Tomorrow." And I really? was like, "Is that a problem?" I was like, "No." But I guess the, the it, it was a problem because I was still working with my uncles at the grocery store. <laughs>
2: right.
1: So, I had that same day I went and I talked to to them and I was like, you know, I this opportunity showed up. She wants me to start now. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I couldn't give you a two week notice, but you know, I felt like I I, I it was now or, or or never.
0: Right. And yeah. You took it. And so the then, so then, how did that progress though? Till eventually, um, from it going from your thought like now you're there you're working, then to actually like have it being your own. When did that happen?
1: Um, I mean, it took took time. That was two thousand eleven. You know, two thousand twelve, thirteen, fourteen. You start building up a clientele.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then you got, then you got people waiting for me. You know, the other people. Are, hey, do you want me to help? You They're like no, I'd rather wait for George. But so that, that that just motivates you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it makes you work harder and, and longer. And then just the simple fact that somebody's willing to like wait an extra two hours just to for you to help them. So that that kept me motivated, and and I don't know, like I'm. They saw all the money coming in. Like all of that motivated me. Um, I didn't mind working extra hours, and just eventually one day, Marisela said, "I'm tired." Mother, she had mentioned it. she was like George. I'm tired. I'm ready to retire. You know, she mentioned that 2015, 16, mm-hmm. and then 17. She said, "You know, she sat me down. She was like George. I'm done. My kids are out of high school. I don't want to work." She and she said, "I'm." selling the business like you can have first option do you want it like yeah i was like yeah like do you want to know how much like it doesn't matter like whatever you name a price and then she did and i uh, i didn't have the money mm. so i had to talk to her about you know well, how are we are gonna you know work out the details i needed to give her something so i talked to my aunt she had some money and I told her I had this big planned out. I wrote out the details, how I was going to pay her back.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: estimated how much, you know, I had this whole thing. So I went to her house and I told her, that I need to talk to you about home. And she was like, okay. And then she asked me, how much do you need? And I was like, X amount. And she was like, okay.
0: Just like, I that. <laughs> said, yeah.
1: And I was like, but, and I was like, but this is how I'm going to pay. She was like, don't worry about it. Just, you know, here's the money. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I'll pay you back in later. She was like, okay. I was like, wow. Just the, the the same. She she had a lot of trust in me that, you know, it was a lot of money and and well for me, mm-hmm. for her I guess it wasn't. But just the simple fact that she didn't stutter, she didn't want to from she didn't want an explanation.
2: Mm-hmm. She
1: asked for the only thing she asked is for what and I told her, about the business and she said okay. So that's got some money, got some funds. I that was in May two thousand seventeen. So that was after tax season. Mm-hmm. So she told me the business so I had to hang on from May to December, which was really hard because there's just money coming in but it's not the same. Right. So, you know, so it was it was a really hard two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like, Oh, you have a business now, you're doing great, you know, you put on a face, but the reality is it it was hard, man. Mm-hmm. Just and I and I managed to barely hang on and then January hit and I was like it was all uphill from there.
0: Awesome, man. I- yeah How, what was the first like literally so the first thing when when she told you like do you want first pick like you i got you just... excited
1: i i get excited i don't get excited too too often but when she said that and then she said you get first options i do like like just everything this whole conversation we were having about like one day it was going to be mine like that was in the back of my head the whole time we were talking
2: mm-hmm. and,
1: and she, she named her price and she's you know she gave me a reason she told me to take care of the business because she, she built it and, and you know she, she really loves it but she was it was time for her to she didn't want to work anymore she didn't want to put in the long hours she said she was tired um,
0: were you scared and,
1: uh, yeah super I, I remember going home I was talking to my wife and I was telling her about it and she was excited and then after the excitement then the reality hits mm-hmm. and then the money and then what if people, what if people come because of Marisela? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it was, you had the name Centro de Inca, or what was her name? It was a different name. Um, But it was always called Marisela. We call Maricela.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: like, what if they find out that is not here anymore and people don't want to come in? But if, right. you know, I, I these numbers that have been coming in in the past, is because of her people come they look for her she's not here and they just walk out so like then you start thinking all these other thoughts so it it was scary (laughs) yeah I bet. but i was like it's i I gotta do it and then you know i talked to my tia and she said yes without a problem and and i was like no there's no going back now like i got the money i registered the business i did this i did that she was already selling and and it's just now or never it was hard but it, it was scary
0: what did you have to, what, was it, what did you have to learn? What did you have to learn? What did you learn that year that you, once they, they, they handed you the keys, like what was the, the biggest things that you learned? Top two things. And how did you hang on? Like, what did you do that, to hang on for, to like, make know, it to January?
1: I, I don't know, man. To, to be honest, like, learning part, because I guess over the years, you know, like after tax season, Marisela would leave the office. She would go to Mexico. So, like, it was, I was kind of, in, not, not in charge, but she would call me, "Hey, George." do the closing so or go deposit
2: mm.
1: or go do this or pay the bills pay that so like that that wasn't really a shocker like, um i kind of i was already doing that
2: right
1: um so and i and so i kind of saw and I, I know what i would do like if people come in i would charge so i kind of i kind of had an idea of how much money was supposed to come in
2: mm-hmm.
1: It's like i said it's just an idea um but I guess the the things I would learn um I, I don't know what to tell you man i just no. I, I I know it was hard just the managing the money mm. you I, you know I, I've never had that much money in my account, but <laughs> I mean, you would see it, but then it would come right out the rent mm. then you had to pay the girls, then you had the light bill come in and i like how I hung on, I don't know. This, I, when I was, I really thought I wasn't going to make it. December looked really bad.
0: Right.
1: November looked bad. I remember that year, like it was, but then, then TPS, which was a lot of people that Salvador and Honduras, they have to renew their, their work permits.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then a bunch of people walked in. And then because of that, you know, I managed to, to November, December, get through that barely, mm-hmm. but I got through it. And then January hit. And then the contractors walked in with their forms and to their workers, and like I guess. And then I saw the money come in. But that two thousand eighteen, I used that money to pay off, you know, the loans and credit cards that I had to use for two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, the money came in for eighteen, but you just paid off old stuff. So two thousand eighteen, you didn't really make money because you paid off old stuff. And in two thousand nineteen, you know, you're doing a little bit better, but you still have loans. Twenty twenty, it started off really great. But then this whole coronavirus thing hit, mm. kind of slowing me down. But, um, but I'm still, you know, it's still good. I, 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 I have enough. I feel, to cover the necessities. Right. So I'm not too worried about it. But at the same time, you know, it's still in the back of your head that hopefully the recession doesn't hit and, and it makes it worse.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Were there some things you had to change about yourself once you became the business owner? Things you had to you know but did you like you know I some people like i guess some people like go into like reading books and things like that or finding mentors oh, did yeah. you did you need any of that or or did you just mm-hmm. like learn everything just like one day at a time
1: i guess both both things like the the, the whole managing part like the business like i kind of had like i said i, I was kind of doing it yeah. so it wasn't really a big shocker it was just the fact that i was in charge now and that i was responsible for paying everybody and if there wasn't work coming in then i couldn't pay the girls you know, because, and, and it's one thing to sit here in the chair and be a worker and just, and it's another thing to feel that responsibility.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and, you know, I, I did, like, I guess, health-wise, I, I felt that. You felt the stress. There was a period, I, I don't remember, I think it was last year, like, my face, like, I couldn't move it anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, like, paralysis. First day was, on like, on this side. But that was only, mm-hmm. like, two weeks. Went to the doctor, got taken, that. you know, that got taken care of. And then a couple of months later, then this side, and I couldn't move this side. And oh, wow. it was just because of stress, no sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there is, like I said, it is a lot of responsibility. And then I, that was one of the reasons Maricela said she was ready to stop because right? she's the one that told me, like, George, it's one thing to be a worker; It's another thing to be the boss. And you'll see that. And even though it's, like I said, I've done it, but it's just different. It's just a different feeling. It's a different stress.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But hopefully, it'll it'll all be worth it.
0: Yeah, I mean it yeah. has a different you know different reward as well.
1: Yeah, that that that's true. So right now, like I said, we're, 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 I'm trying to pay off a lot of debt, a lot of mm-hmm. loans. But hopefully, in you know four or five years, then I can say it was you know, it was worth it. I have my kids now, so their college, their schools. Just you start thinking of other stuff,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and I really hope this business would would give me the opportunity to. To give mm-hmm. them a better future and also invest in homes and stocks and
0: other stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And have you, got, have you started doing other, those kind of things or have you just been focusing on just growing the business
1: so no, far? I met, I've had, when, when I was working for Maricela, I had a rental property, um, a okay. little, little bit of stocks. I mm-hmm. sold the rental property last year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, stocks, I I've been, took the money out when I bought the business, I needed every penny I could get. So I sold everything. Right. Yeah. So like, right now, I guess like I, I sold, I don't have anything, but in the future, or if this does hit a recession and then the home prices drop, I'm, I guess I, I want to start, you know, taking advantage of those, those prices and maybe buy one or two homes.
0: So so now, now you're coach Franco right now in this position. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish I, started,
1: you know, I haven't talked to him in a while, but I wish I could. Like talk to him and see what's he,
0: what he's up to he's probably excited again <laughs> oh. it, right I mean yeah. that, that's what, funny though like how just just a few years ago you were you know learning about stocks and he was telling you about this whole like new world of that now mm-hmm. you're like, hey if this, if it crashes yeah I'm gonna look into it and probably buy some properties up right <laughs> it's not, it's not, I think that's an amazing thing and how you, how you went from, from, from that to to, to, to today yeah. and, and especially how you you bought it you know like I, I work in private equity so I basically just buy businesses all the time and okay. you know but you know you you did this you know a few, I mean already a while ago and it just kind of happened by chance and it's just crazy how I mean from what I understand it's a lot better to buy a business than to start one a lot easier to because it's already comes with employees, a structured clientele. So it's just, you just get the keys and it's like, I mean, I'm sure things change a bit, but it's already making money day one. You know?
1: Yeah, and I agree with that because if if it, when you want to start a tax office, it's hard because first you got to get the right, you know, a certain amount of clients Mm -hmm. for it to make sense because you got to pay the workers, you got to pay the rent, you got to pay the software, then, you know, the light bill, and then there still has to be enough left for you to eat. And to start a tax business, it's hard. So so I, I I agree. Like Buying the business was a lot easier because everybody, are, the name was here, the clients were here, the workers were here. Mm-hmm. So it was just, you know, like money seller is gone, but we're still here. I'm still here. I can still help you. Mm-hmm. And maybe like a couple left, but the majority stayed.
0: Yeah, the, 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 yeah. I was going to ask you about that. You know, you were kind of afraid about, you know, are the people coming because of her? But what did you find out? that they just, took, you said they continue to come?
1: Yeah, like I don't have the exact numbers, but there was a couple of people like that would walk in, She here, she's not here, and they just left. <laughs> <Good>. um, <laughs> you know, that hurt. But mm-hmm. then you get your new clients, and then you get other people. And now, you know, we're adding like two or 300 clients every year.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: not a lot. but it's all recommendations it's all new clients so you lose some you win some but every year we're we're adding we're adding new clients yeah so it's we're growing that's awesome
0: what would you um you know if you go back and talk to yourself when you were young what would you tell yourself now you know what advice would you give yourself to get you know to get there faster or what you what you would tell you know (laughs) don't do this or do this better don't don't
1: stand as much i could well i don't know because like me and my my wife we've been together for years but You know, even though it was $5 an hour, I got my $80 a week and we would spend it all. And then I (laughs) I started working here. Mm -hmm. I spent it all. I spent all my money just on going out, having fun. And, you know, if I maybe saved a little bit, I could have, you know, put a down payment on a home sooner. Mm -hmm. Maybe I would have had two or three houses when the economy was was down but you know you start spending it on a lot of stuff you don't need going out to eat all the time and they still do that now it's a bad habit mm-hmm. you know breakfast lunch dinner i don't i don't really eat at home i'm always at the office but if i could tell myself it would be safe because you know a recession there's always opportunities there's a lot of opportunities but if you're not ready and you're not you know you're not you don't have money saved up or you don't have this, like you can't take advantage of those opportunities. So I guess the advice I would give myself is stop spending so much on things that aren't necessary.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've even realized that from my own life and in my family, when I got older, I was like, it's like, I don't think, I think the issue is not that we don't make enough, but it's like, we just don't know how to manage it. We don't know how to manage the money that we do have. Like we just don't save. And it's just simple as that, like understanding, you know, it's basic finan- finance.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like I, I wish I'd, that's that's the part where like I, I was really motivated to make money, but I should have also you know saved money.
0: Yeah, like one thing is like you know one thing's like a skill to learn how to make it, but then like there's another skill to like learn how to save it, and then how to invest it. then that's another a whole thing on its own.
1: Yeah, that's true. And you just gotta you you just can't be scared. Like I was talking to clients just just two days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was I was so happy that their their way of thinking changed, and that's because they're talking to their bosses, um, how you know they're nervous about the recession, or how their boss is telling them no, like this is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like if you wanna, if you ever wanted to jump in the stock market, time is now. Mm-hmm. You know, Home Depot's not going out of business. Apple's not going. Like all these big companies, they're not going out of business. The stock market crashed. You buy now and then 10 years later, you know, you make money or if the housing market crashes, you know, be ready, you know, have enough for a down payment. You can get a a, a good home for a good price. So you just, the way you think about it, um, so their mindset changed and there's mm-hmm. just so much opportunity. It's just the way you look at it. I talk to other clients, they're really depressed, you know, they're not, they're just thinking, you know, day to day paying their bills and there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I think it's better if you just look at, look at the positive Mm -hmm. in this whole situation that just, you just have to be ready to, to, you know, take advantage of the opportunity.
0: Right. And and did your mind change when you start seeing that more, when you started having more success or you just kind of always had it in a way?
1: I mean, I don't, I guess I kind of always had it. Um, Um, You know, talking to Coach Franco, Mm. talking to the clients that make a little bit more money, the contractors, you know, the way they talk to their workers, the way they think. Mm. Um, You just start talking to more. And I talked to Mm Maricela, the way she thinks. You just start surrounding yourself with positive people people that are making money because you know before i started working here like i didn't know anybody i just know everybody that was just working at a grocery store you talk to them they're really good friends but i mean they're just living paycheck to paycheck they're not talking about investing Mm -hmm. they're not talking about you know taking advantage of these opportunities Um, and then yeah like uh, now that i I feel like i was surrounded by people like maricela the contractors, Franco, and all of them, they helped me change the way you think. And I, I, I never liked reading. I never liked podcasts. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to give it a, a shot. And I started listening to them. I started listening to motivational videos. Mm-hmm. And and it does. And it's just it's just little snippets that you hear from different people, like different quotes, and they just stick in the back of your mind. And, and and you know, that, that it helps. I didn't think it really did help, but it does help listening to other people and people that made it um so yeah
0: what would you say is the number one thing you need to to be able to go from from basically i guess from nothing to like to 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 to, to, the, to success
1: actually actually doing it because I, I talk to a lot of people that have all these dreams all these ideas and they never pull the trigger or or the opportunity shows up but they just don't do it mm-hmm. actually do it like, like um it's just not being afraid cuz like i said it's it's not easy and and i've been really lucky like if it wasn't for my salary retiring i would just have a regular job you know right. maybe i wouldn't like i i like I said, I've, I've been really lucky and it, and it's and it's hard to say hey i'm going to start my own business but i i'm pretty sure i would have found something else i would have found a solution if if i wasn't here you know, and there was plenty of times where they offered me a better job you know one time I, I was offered an, it was an extra 30,000 a year mm. and I was going to take it, but I was like, no, you know, it's just, there's other options out there. And if it wouldn't have been, if Maricela didn't sell, I, I'm pretty sure I would have bought another home. I would have done this, but I would have been doing something. So I guess I would say actually pulling the trigger. Pulling the trigger. And actually, yeah.
0: I mean, I know. Yeah. I'd also think like you say luck, but I mean, I think it's, yeah, I think it's some luck, but I think it's just like, the opportunities is there are, are there for people that are like ready, to, they see them, they're looking for them. Because yeah. I feel like everyone has well, all these opportunities is just being there and positioning yourself there to, to mm-hmm. once you see it, just to grab it. You know, I think there's a quote where it says like, uh, I forgot what it says, but something about luck. Luck and oppor- basically it's like, there's no such thing as luck. Like we just, we just, we grab it and we find it when it, when it appears. it
2: hmm
1: yeah, it's being able to take advantage of an opportunity, because I mean, let's say somebody offers you a, a home, you know, for eighty thousand, but you don't have the money, or you weren't smart enough to put away a hundred dollars a week to have three, four thousand dollars in the bank. Mm. And if you don't have them, then you can't buy, it. you know, the house you bought it for eighty. But you know, you know that's what happened to the rental property um, that I, I had. Um, I went up, it was for rent. Do you want to sell it? Hey, sure. And I was like, well, so I just asked, okay, <laughs> you know, how much do you want? And I looked at the house and at the time we were selling a house. So I kind of know like this house is probably worth about a hundred. So if he, uh, if he says a hundred, you know, it's, it's good. All right. And then he said 80 and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm 80. That's really good. And, and, <laughs> and, and I was, and then, you know, that was like, yeah, I want it. Let's I sell it. Like here's, let, let's write a contract. I go to the office. We could do this. He was like, but I, but I was he said oh, well I have a guy that's coming in on Sunday to see the house I'm like well okay what if he doesn't show up you know you start talking <laughs> to him like you start convincing him like yo like I have I have I actually have my checkbook in the car uh-huh. I can write you an earnest check for a thousand dollars let's make it official and he was like okay so he was like just give me the earnest so I gave him the earnest check and he was like well I have a contract in the car um so he wrote it up he signed it. And I was like, okay, I'll talk to my bank on Monday, and I'll let you know. And you know, but and and at the time, all I had was about four or five thousand dollars, <laughs> and I needed about four or five thousand to close. Mm. You know, um, but you know, I got lucky. I yeah. got lucky because I just happened to drive by. I happened to get off for no reason. I wasn't even looking for a rental property, or a rental home. <laughs> really? I don't know why we got off. Um, but it just like I said, we just—it's luck. I, I felt like it was lucky, but you just have to be ready to take advantage of those opportunities and just ask. There's nothing wrong with asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's awesome, so, man. Yeah, awesome. I, I love it, man. Oh man, <laughs> it's—it's—I I find it amazing how, 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 especially your story, how how it all played out, and you know, and it's still going. I'm sure it's even going to get even better, man.
1: Yeah, man. Cause like I, I remember in being in high school, having your dreams, and know, and, and I thought if I could just have this, this much, or if this, this, I would be happy. And and I think about it I'm like, damn, like I'm here. Like what I wanted, you know, when I was a freshman, when I was a sophomore, like I have it. And and but now you have bigger dreams and bigger goals, and and things change. And like, okay, well, I have nothing now. Like not. Nothing compared to where I want to be, and hopefully I would look ten years from now. I look back, you know, saying, "Hey, I remember ten years ago. That's I'm here now." And I said, "I don't know how it happens. You work hard, and it, in my business, it's all it's how you talk to your clients. Because when you do taxes, you know, if you have a simple W two, whatever number I give you, you know, my name, the next tax preparer should give you the same numbers.
2: Mm-hmm. Sometimes
1: they're different. They shouldn't, but sometimes they are. But <laughs> It's just the way you talk to people, you know, you treat them nice, you, t- you have a conversation, you make them feel like, like you're friends, mm-hmm. and you just want to keep talking to them. So I, I think that's a skill in itself.
2: Right.
1: Um, but yeah, just gonna, I just keep talking to people, keep working, making new connections, and you meet a lot of people here. Like, sometimes I need my house to get fixed, and I know a couple of clients that can help me out, making me really good prices, because it's just, I guess, we're considered friends. Mm-hmm in a way so you
0: know awesome man yeah where can uh where can people find you find find you if they want to talk to you they want to or your business so they need your services
1: i have a tax office in Mableton, um mm-hmm. uh, georgia um phone number we're on facebook so mm-hmm. just call me what's it called uh, uh central of texas phone number 770-948-0520 if you have any questions, you know, we're here to help you. And if we can't help you, we probably know somebody that could help you. Mm-hmm. Um, the taxes, immigration stuff, we're going to still start selling homes again this year. So if you want to buy a house, if you're have a little bit of money and you think you can maybe find a, we can help you through the closing with anything you want to do. If you have questions on how to start a business, um, we could help you out with that. Also, um, just, Come and talk to us with you know,
0: we can help you out. Awesome. I'll put the put the Facebook link on the on here on the on the video and as well as in the YouTube description so i can find you. Cool. All right. Awesome. Man. well I appreciate man. You jumping on the podcast and love this story. And you know, I'm sure you're gonna do some great stuff right now during this time, you know. <laughs> it's I think it's a good uh, opportunity, I guess it's opportunities everywhere all the time.
1: yeah Cool, man. I hope so too, man. I hope I can find a couple of houses, a couple of deals, so <laughs> same, same We're ready
0: yeah same <laughs> all right man we well, have a good night man appreciate it all
1: right you too